welcome to the Black Women's World Podcast. Welcome to Black Women's World, where Black women vibe and thrive together. And if you ain't a Black woman, you'll get to know at least one. Because this Black Women's World, my Black Woman's World, is whatever I say it is, simply because I am. So welcome, Sister Nistas and Sister Nista lovers. We're here for you. Much love and peace. Today, I just want to talk about remember you are royalty. And just after listening to that song, it's one of those songs I have to put on repeat, you know, and then just say it and sing it to myself slowly, you know, and I would just get to the point where I say, you know, you come from royalty an aristocratic dynasty. The goal of the enemy is that you don't know who you are. So we have to remember there's power when you speak. So be mindful of words you release. And the sweet part about the song, I know that life has challenged you. But the king in me speaks to the king in you. You were born to rule. There is a king in you. And I just thank God, Donald Lawrence, for that song that just reminds us who we are. Because we have to be reminded because of just what life does. And, you know, the song he, uh, the, the the question he poses later on in the song is, is there no king in you? Do you not know who you are? And sometimes because of life, we do forget. We get absent mindedness. And so I encourage us to be mindful, even with one another. Welcome to Peace Place. Uh <laughs> Welcome to Black Women's World Podcast, wherever this goes, wherever you are around the world. And when we talk about kingdom, we're talking about the nature of God. And we also know that God has a feminine side because God is spirit. God is not gender. So we talk about the queendom and, he, and and I talk about the Black Women's World queendoms. We are, we are, we are queens and we are kings. We are royalty. And I just want to use today as a reminder of who we are, because life does throw challenges. Life gets to be lifing, and however we look at that. But the questions that we pose, and and uh, who do you see in 2023? I see royalty. I see kings and queens in him. I know who we are. And if I must give a scripture, I'm going to be First uh, Peter uh, 2, verses 1 through 11. Um, but I'm just going to ride on, on the ones that pertain to this. But one thing I want to pose is, in order for us to realize that we need to be reminded to remember, sometimes we have to remi be reminded of the things that cause us to forget. And some of the things that cause us to forget, I want to give you five things. And um, I, I want to give you five things to, to, to let you know what causes you to forget. And I'm going to give you five things to let you know who how to remember. <laughs> so one of the things... That causes us to forget or the need to be reminded at our position of who we are is because the powers that be 
And uh, those things and, and, and the enemy, the worst enemy we have is the one in between our own two ears because we get to change. We have the power to to change the perception and change how we think and, and how we live and, and how we move. But one of the ways that the enemy and we were just going to say that generically is the first way is change your position and your location. The enemy will change your position and your location. And uh, by doing that, it removes the reminders away from who you are. So your position and your location changes. The other thing, number two, is to take away your name, your identity. The enemy will begin to call you something outside of what God has called you. And in that name and identity uh, rides your heritage, your family, your lineage, and your legacy. So when your name is taken away, all of that, your heritage, your family, your lineage, and your legacy is taken away with your name. The third thing the enemy does to cause you to forget who you are is it t- takes away your belief systems. What were you taught to believe? Those things that ground you in the power of who you are. And it tries to change your belief systems to get you to believe a lesser mindset. So you begin to believe in, in those indoctrinated, those bastardized versions of who you really are uh, forced upon you. And then the fourth thing is the enemy will cause you to take away your culture. That's your language. How do kings and queens speak? What do you say? In the words of the song, it says, but the king in me speaks to the king in you. So there's power in where you speak. So if the enemy can get you to take away your language and in the in the culture of that, your language, your customs and your foods, all that rides under culture. If I can take away what you eat, if I can change your diet and I can and I can make you eat things that are lesser, then you're not nourished uh, by by who God wants you to be. And then the fifth thing that causes is if I can bind you to busyness. And I'm going to repeat it again because I know I'm talking fast because I'm excited. But number five is if, if the enemy can bind you to busyness. And with busyness comes hard labor and stress. And in that busyness mindset, you get indoctrinated to when doing supersedes everything. You're not this unless you do that. But yet in all the doing and the busyness, it's never enough. So let me repeat just for the sake of you being able to take away these things that cause you to forget who you are. Number one, the enemy will change your position and your location. And I'm not talking about a red tail uh, horned devil. I'm talking about the mind, the mind thing. I'm talking about racism, capitalism, sexism, religion, the negative parts of religion. Those things will change your position and your location, get you out of those things and remove reminders. Number two, take away your name and your identity. They'll call you something else. Y'all remember the root, the movie Roots by Alex Haley? When they changed his name, he knew his name was Kunta Kinte, but they beat him until he said Toby. But he came back into Kunta Kinte. Reminding that identity, to strip that identity is to cause you to forget your heritage, 
your family, your lineage, and your legacy. And we as black people, a lot of that was lost in the first passage, the the, fir- the middle passage, and the third. We forget there was a third passage. We were talking to some people yesterday. The first passage is coming from the, the, the land, walking from the land that the African people lived on to the ship. Then the middle passage was actually being on the ship. But the third passage we forget is when they came to, were brought to America in other countries, they had to walk to that next destination. I don't care where it was. There was no airplanes and cars. Those slaves were, were, were dragged, beaten, and the horrific things that happened on the, those slave ships. And then they still had to walk to their next destination. That third passage, another le- level and layer of trauma was there. So those things of um, taken away from their name, their home, the belief systems, the enemy will take away from you. That was number three. Number four was the culture. Your culture, your language, how, 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 what was your original language? There's Stephen words. I remember when the movie Woman King first came out, even before it was viewed, just the previews, you had people talking about it and said, the dummies named the movie Woman King. Why didn't they just call it Queen? Because in the Dahomey language, there was no language for Queen. There was the word Queen did not exist. So she was called the Woman King. So it's like, you stupid. You don't even research the language. <laughs> These people did. So there's some things that get lost in translation that cause you to forget who you are. The customs, the things you enjoy to do, and the foods. Your diet is a part of the culture of who you are, what you consume, whether it's your eye gate, your ears, what you listen to, what you hear. When the enemy can shift all of that, you will forget who you are. And then number five was bind you to busyness, where you don't even have time to be still and know. You don't even have time to put space in between just taking a breath and remembering who you are. And then they, the hard labor and the stress. And when you get so caught up in doing the working and doing that, that busyness causes you to forget. You don't even have time to be reminded. And so when I said I wanted to give you first Peter two and one, I'm not, I mean, two chapter two verses one through 11 For the sake of time, I'm just going to skip down to where I really want you to be anyway. And it says, verse nine says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who were once not a people, but are now a people of God who had not obtained mercy, but have now obtain mercy. Beloved, as you sojourners and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lust, which war against you, that's that That's that mentality. People always think lust has to do with, with, with sexual appetite. And there are some things we do lust after and those things. But I'm talking about this mentality we have. That's where your war is. You don't wrestle against other people. You're really wrestling against the war in your mind. So, Verse 12, he says, having to conduct yourselves honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. So no matter what anybody else says, as long as you remember who you are, you know that they can say anything they want to about you, but let who you remember 
who God has called you to be, allow them to have to change up their words about what they've said about you. And so not to harp too much on how you forget, I want to know what we are remembering. When we realize who we are and we remember our royalty, there are five things that I want you to know that I think are imperative. Number one is it's elementary, but knowing your purpose. And all of them are P's. <laughs> knowing your purpose, that's knowing who you are here to be. Knowing your purpose as royalty. Who are you here to be? That's purpose. Number two, knowing your position. Knowing your position. And let me just stay here. Knowing your position, there's something that I, I haven't taught, but there's a lesson I have about the power and the pivot. Sometimes we need to, to, to pivot, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but number two is um, knowing your position. Number three is knowing the power of your words and deeds. One thing about a king or people of royalty, they are mindful of what they speak because they realize the gravity that their words have. Years and years ago, back in the 80s, my dad, uh, uh, it, it started out being a message and turned into a series. And then it turned into a way of life where he said, mouth watch, not mouthwash, but mouth watch. Watch the words you speak out of your mouth. Even there's even music, how um, when I'm uh, listening to music, there's certain lines of a song I won't even say out of my mouth because it doesn't agree with who I am. It doesn't agree with my position. I like the rest of the song. I may like the chorus, but it's a word or a verse I won't say because it doesn't line up. So a king of royalty, we understand the power of our words and deeds. We understand the gravity of what we say. Number four is we know the privileges and responsibilities. I don't know if she's prepared this morning because I didn't ask her to be. And if not, we're good. But Miss Hines, when we shared last week about um, us being kingdom citizens and the benefits we have as, as kingdom citizens. And she said she had a, a piece she wrote about a benefits package. And there's the privileges and responsibilities. We have an entire benefits package. Some people, when you get a job or get a promotion, you know, you want to know the salary. But nowadays, people want to know what's the benefits package. <laughs> but with the benefits package comes responsibilities. They, a lot of people don't want to look at the job description, the PD. They don't want to look at the, the job description. They want to know what's the benefits package. But with the privileges come the responsibility. How does royalty behave? How do we how do we behave in the earth? Can people look at us and see the king's hands, his eyes, ears, mouth, nose? Do we behave like royalty? And then number five is knowing how to execute the plan and the pause. And that's why I was going to say the power and the pivot. When we the executing the plan, yeah, the, the doing, yeah, there's some things we have to do. But then there's power in the pause. I've never played basketball. I like the sport. I mainly like the playoffs. I like the Final Four. I like March Madness when it comes to collegiate games, but never been. And I love sports. Tennis is my favorite, then football, then basketball. 
I like to watch track and I appreciate the, the athleticism and the, the lengths, uh, and the discipline that these people, uh, take their bodies, their human body, the things it can do. But when I'm looking at a basketball game and when they coming down court, especially the, you know, the, the, who, the person got the ball coming down court, one thing they have, sometimes you have to stop. You cannot just rush the ball down all, all the time, but sometimes you have to stop and the power and the pivot is being able to pass because it, sometimes you just need to pass to get another position, to get a better position, to get to the basket. So sometimes in life, we act like we pausing is weakness. That rest is weakness, but sometimes there's power in the pivot because kings and priests and royalty, we understand that sometimes we execute a plan and sometimes we understand the pause and there's just as much power in both. So just in me reminding you to remember you are royalty and the words of the song, and I'm not going to sing it again, but he says, you come from royalty, an aristocratic dynasty. The goal of the enemy is to, that you don't know who you are. But he says there's power when you speak. Oh, king, oh, queen, however you want to identify yourself. Be mindful of the words you release. Not only the words out of your mouth, but the words in your mind that you speak to yourself. Be mindful. And sometimes mindfulness takes slowing down. And some people don't know how to be by themselves or with themselves, but there is so much power. And when you see kings and queens, and even if you look at it from a natural, they ain't around a whole bunch of people other than people that serve them. They ain't doing a whole bunch of chatter. They're spending a whole lot of time pondering the essence of the kingdom and their royalty. And they have a heavy is the head that wears the crown. So you ain't frivolous and going all about. But the song says... I know that life has challenged you, but the king in me speaks to the king in you, whether the king in you needs to be healed from or, or, or mental. If you have mental strain, if you're going through financial situations, if your physical body needs to be healed, no person heals another person. I don't care if it's a faith healer or a shaman. You don't heal those people. What you do is bring attention to the person of the healer in them. You turn the light on in them. That healing is right there. God don't go nowhere. God doesn't have to come and go. God is omnipresent. God is omniscient. God is omnipotent. God doesn't come and go. So the only thing when we lay hands or speak healing or speak things over people, the only thing the God in you is awakening the God in them, reminding them that healing is their portion. So these are the things that we do. These are the things that we will be reminded. I don't care where you live in the world. I don't care where you live in the country. I don't care what your belief system is. There's just an essence of by right, just for that fact that you were born, you are royalty and you get to rule. And I want to remind you to remember who you are. Remember your royalty and remember as a king. And if you want to say a queen, you get to rule and baby, you get to rule because you got to rule. Rule. I'm out. I'm Tracy Matt. <laughs> I'm grateful and I love y'all for real. Much love and peace. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast, the DWWP. 
Brought to you in part by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute Coaching and Training Services. No doubt you have enjoyed being in our world, and it doesn't have to stop here. Head on over to blackwomensworld.com. This is my personal invitation to you to stay connected with me on social media and more. I'd love to see you there, and I'm so grateful you came to be with me here. Invite someone else to join you in our kingdom next time so they can feel the vibe of our tribe of Sister Nistas and Sister Nista lovers too. Remember to be kind, be authentic, be generous, be excellent, be grateful, and while you're at it, go ahead and be extraordinary because that's just what Sister Nistas do on purpose through mission with passion and compassion. It's a black woman's world, baby, and you, my Sister Nista, are proof. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and your host, Tracy Mack. Wherever you are in the world, may you love and be loved by somebody. Peace.